0: Today is Wednesday, October 26th, and you're listening to The Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and The Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. There are officially less than two weeks until the midterm elections, and last night was a debate night. The headliners last night were the Pennsylvania Senate race with Fetterman and Oz and the New York governor's race with Kathy Hochul and the silent but deadly candidate Republican Lee Zeldin. Meanwhile, early voting is already underway in 34 states and D.C. And more than 7.5 million people have already voted. In some states, their turnout is even higher than early voting records in 2020. Voting. So hot right now. Unfortunately, this turnout and enthusiasm is happening amidst reports of voter intimidation, particularly in the battleground state of Arizona. Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs has referred six reports of voter intimidation to the DOJ and the Arizona Attorney General in the past week. The allegations include harassment of an election worker, as well as voters claiming that they were being video recorded and their license plates photographed at ballot drop boxes. I should mention that this Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs, who made these referrals, is currently running for governor against Republican candidate and election denier Carrie Lake in Arizona. Carrie Lake says she will only accept the results if she wins. So yeah, maybe put yourself in the situation. Are you the person camping out next to a box recording strangers, or are you the one who wants you to be able to put that envelope in the box without these weirdos camping out next to it? That's who you should vote for. Dr. Fauci may need to pull a Tom Brady and unretire, if his marriage can take it, of course. Pediatric hospitals and physicians are reportedly overwhelmed by cases of not only COVID and flu, but RSV, which they've now nicknamed a triple demic. Right now, there is no vaccine for RSV, though two candidates are currently in late stage clinical trials. RSV most frequently affects young children and people who are older, pregnant, or immunocompromised. And many infected children are becoming severely ill because they have little immunity. Not only that, but the flu season has started to pick up earlier than usual. Like your neighbor who puts up their Christmas decorations way too soon. So yesterday, President Biden received his updated COVID booster and made a statement that not enough people are getting them but encouraged everyone to do so. Pretty please, he added. But for real, everyone get your vaccines and flu shots. We do not need COVID, the flu, and RSV coming for the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost for the most popular invisible trio this December. Remember how Lindsey Graham might get out of testifying in the Georgia election interference probe because he asked the Supreme Court to intervene, and then they did? Of course you remember. Well, now, Mark Meadows is asking a judge to reject his subpoena in that same Georgia election probe. At the rate these shady moves catch on, we will have to add another virus to the triple-demic. As for some testimony that did happen, yesterday, Hope Hicks was deposed by none other than the January 6th House Committee. Her interview was private and transcribed, though she reportedly told Trump that he'd lost the 2020 election and did not personally work on overturning the results, but said that to get him to admit to losing would be a waste of time. Democracy, definitely not worth hurting Trump's little fifes. Yesterday, the UK's new prime minister, Rishi Sunak, was sworn in after meeting with King Charles, who officially invited him to form a government. Since this was Charles' first time doing that, I can't help but think how much funnier it would have been if he didn't do that, and then went full monarchy l'état c'est moi. And just for the sake of painting a picture, Rishi Sunak is worth $800 million dollars, making him even richer than the monarchy, which was probably another first time experience for Charles. In Sunak's first speech to the nation, he vowed to work hard to earn the people's trust, to focus on fixing the economy, and put people's needs above politics. I can think of at least 80 million ways that he could do that. And finally for today, Adidas has dropped Kanye West, and they claim that they will absorb $250 million in profit loss. I think they will be okay though. Because Adidas will still be selling all of Kanye's designs under the regular Adidas brand, just without his name starting at the beginning of next year, because come on, you can't expect them to lose all of their profits just because of some dumb principles, can you? Around Adidas's announcement, Kanye was dropped by his management CAA, and Gap and Foot Locker also said that they would immediately remove Yeezy products from their stores and won't be supporting any further Yeezy drops. Took long enough anyway. Forbes says that this has cost Kanye his billionaire status and has now put his net worth at a mere $400 million, Because come on, you can't expect him to lose all of his profits just because of some dumb principles, can you? This is America, where people go broke because of some random medical emergency, not the consequences of their own actions. Thank you for listening to the Morning Announcements. If you enjoyed this podcast and all the biased views shared here, you can help us grow by leaving a 5-star rating on Spotify and a review on Apple. And of course, by telling your friends about it, especially the ones who want to keep up around the midterms. And if you want more news, check out our newly launched premium episodes. You can find them in your feed on Apple or by searching Morning Announcements Extra Extra on Spotify. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.